0: This podcast and the following message are brought to you by Indeed. Indeed is a website where employers can post a job and employees can find a job and apply to it. Will they get the job? They probably won't. Will they even get messages on the website like they're supposed to get from the employers? No, probably not. But you can waste time applying to over 250 jobs for the past couple of years and not get talked to by one of them. And there's a lot of fake companies on here for some reason. Who knows? But you can always check out Glassdoor, you know, if you also don't want to get any jobs, because for some reason that website doesn't work. But you can see the salaries of the jobs that you're applying to, and it's pretty cool. That's the only reason why I still have Glassdoor. Indeed, in Glassdoor, they're useless. Live from WBED in Atlanta. This is the application, the only podcast where I sit down in front of a mic and I beg WABE Atlanta's NPR station for a position at the NPR station in Atlanta called WABE. Today, on today's episode, I sat down with one of my mother's work friends. I believe she's a work friend. Who knows? And we talked about how to prepare for the interview as well as what I should do and what I should say. You better believe that I have. Have a whole bunch of notes that i wrote down do you think this is going to happen because i do there's so much to talk about on today's episode and basically that's basically it okay let's move on this is the one the only it's the application Welcome back to the application. Like I said, in the cold open, my name is Chad White, and this is the only podcast where I sit down in front of the microphone and I apply to W.A.B.E. to be their next audio slash podcast producer. Now, how hard was that? That was pretty easy. Usually it takes me about 40 seconds to get uh, to get that part out. You know, uh, actually, I want to go ahead and mention this. The <laughs> I don't know if I've ever done this before. The ad is supposed to be about thirty seconds long. The fake ad I do uh, that this one ran about fifty, and then the cold open after the ad is uh, supposed to be about forty-five seconds, so that I can do um, so I can I can do the lead up to where the song drops. I guess the I don't want to say the bass, but it drops the beat, and it just turns into this wacky thing. I love the song; it's a great song. And then I just and then uh, there's ten seconds, ten to fifteen seconds of of uh, intro of the theme song and then it rolls right into me (laughs) screaming at the last 15 seconds. Hey everybody (laughs) and it just fades out. I really love doing that. I think it's really fun. Uh, and it's always great to see what I do day in and day out for the, for five days a week, uh, how I can make the 45 seconds go by. (laughs) I've I've obviously found a way around it by saying uh, a few things, you know, here and there, repeating a few things here and there. We're not here about that. We're here about me applying to uh, W A B E uh, to be their next podcast slash audio producer, audio slash podcast producer. Because uh, one of the things is I will be working on Storycore, which is a it's a great series. It, they have it's a monthly series, I believe. Yeah, it's a monthly series where, uh, usually people related to each other or friends or some, some, you know, people who are just, you know, close to each other, they're telling one story and they, it's usually a back and forth and it's really well done. I do enjoy it. I, the first time I heard that was, I think it was three years ago. I had just come back, moved back into the city. And for some ungodly reason, I was, I was down, not in the city. I was in the suburbs, suburbs, little suburbs. Uh, so, uh, so I was, I, but I was down in Atlanta for some reason and I, this is when I still had a Honda civic, I believe. Yeah. 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 yeah Cause I got the, I have a Chevy volt now. Uh, the charger is broken, so I'm driving on gas, <laughs> uh, but it's been broken for a year. Yeah. About a year now. So anyway, I had a Chevy, uh, not, uh, I had a Honda civic, a 99 Honda civic still had roll up windows. Uh, it did, it had, but the person who had it before had an aftermarket stereo in it, which was very strange, not speakers, just a stereo part. (laughs) So I could plug in um, like a phone or something like that. But I was listening to the NPR station down here and there's, okay. So there's two public radio stations in Atlanta. One's run by Georgia state and one's run by, uh, a W A B E NPR. And I could never for the long, and I swear on my life, this is very true until I would say about early last year, I could not discern the two. I thought it was like, it was 90.1 and then 88.5. And I could not figure out which one was the NPR station like which one was the true NPR station. Cause they're both, I think, I think the uh, Georgia state one's an NPR station, but I don't know. Uh, also, this is an advertisement for them. So you're welcome. 88.5. But on Saturday evenings, I believe the students, uh, one of the students, uh, jo- shock jockeys, dish jockeys, they still have shock jockeys. I guess Bert from the Bert shows uh, or Steve Harvey too, from the Steve Harvey. Morning. We used to listen to that every morning when I was getting driven to school uh sometimes when I was driven to school. Um when I was in elementary school, we used to listen to that show all the time in middle school and uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Cause I had to ride the bus for the rest of that point on. Uh what was I talking about? Oh, so <laughs> Georgia State. And sometimes they get they play music uh from like local artists and it's really cool. Uh, I I, I urge you to to check it out. On Saturday nights they they typically play that 88 point five. But we're talking about 90 point one WAB Atlanta's A station. Um so I couldn't figure out what it was. Eventually I figured it out and I moved the NPR one to the top of my list. You know, like Hall of your kiss is on my list. WAB, your kiss, your kiss is on my list. I said your kiss. <laughs> oh my God. It's not like I don't have enough to talk about. Hey, there is this, uh, I was, I was thinking about this this morning. I was thinking about stories I haven't told on this Godforsaken podcast that's still going on for 34 episodes. Uh, here's a story. I'm going to a wedding this week. I'm actually going to a wedding tomorrow uh, in Nashville. I was going to drive up today, but, but the per- person I'm staying with is uh, a groomsman in the wedding, and they have to spend the night. This is something I've never heard of. They have to spend the night, the groomsmen have to spend the night with the groom inside the groom's new house. And I thought that was the strangest thing because every wedding, the weddings I've been a part of wedding, I wedding, I've been a part of, I did not spend the night with the, with, uh, with the groom of my friend. Uh, every other wedding I've heard of, I haven't heard of <laughs> every other wedding I've been to this year. Nope. Every wedding I've been to last year. No, the year before that, no, just, you know, in my entire life, I've never heard of that. It's a very strange thing. And, uh, it's uh cool, but you know, it's, it's fine. You know, I'm going to see them tomorrow, but I, I got to figure out what to do and apparently I have like a bunch of friends from well not a bunch a couple of friends from Chattanooga are going to be in Nashville too so that's going to be but for a completely different reason not for a wedding I can't wait to see everybody from. well not everybody but some people from college it's going to be great I miss those people I haven't seen them since uh the last wedding which was last year man man all my friends are getting married <laughs> Push me to the edge. All my friends are married. It's a reference to little Yachty. I'm yep with it. Uh, so Let's get up. so here. So, so here's one of my wedding stories. I was the wedding I was a part of, which was last Christmas, I believe. Last Christmas. I'm in a I'm in a jolly mood today because I don't have to do anything right now except for make this podcast and shoot news time. So I was in this wedding last christmas and oh this is very this is oh no no this it was uh december 2016 this is when i was in this wedding because it was a election so here's here's an election themed story all right so please get out and vote here's an election themed story that will definitely uh gird your loins hopefully uh if you can't tell if you don't know if you can't tell <laughs> you probably can't tell uh, based on my name and the way i talk uh but i am a black man okay and the, I, like I said, I went to school in, uh, Chattanooga and I had a UTC and, uh, go, go mocks. I was gonna say go Vols. <laughs> I don't know where I went. Uh, and, um, and a lot, a lot of my friends were, uh, white and, uh, uh, you know, there's the, the, the variety up there is just white and black. And then sometimes you get a couple of Asians, Uh, then you get a couple of, uh, Hispanics here and there, Latinas, Latinos. I don't know why I named the women first, (laughs) Uh, but it's, it's mostly white and black. So a lot of my friends were white and black. Uh, and, and, uh, and so anyway, so I, so I went to this wedding and uh, to these two people, I know, uh, they were white (laughs) and the wedding was in Memphis. And, uh, I, I remember I drove up on a Friday and I got there, And I got to this. We were at uh, one of, I think, the bride's aunt's house. So we, so I got to this house. It was Friday night, and you know, pickup pickup trucks everywhere because that's how it is. If you live in Georgia, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Of course, you do. All my listeners live in Georgia, Uh, so. I got to this, I got to this house, to this woman's house. I did not know. I did not know this woman, but the door was wide open. And, uh, this is what I was still very stupid. <laughs> I walked right into the house and I looked around and I saw nobody I knew. <laughs> and, uh, I so saw, I started, I started walking around the house, you know, people, people looking at me like staring, like looking at me like, Hey, how you doing? Hi, what's up? You know, shaking my hands and all that stuff, <laughs> whatever. Like they'd never seen a black person before, which is true. <laughs> So I finally find the bride and then the groom and I get introduced to the other groomsmen. Well, not introduced because we went to the bachelor party in Athens and it, that was fine. Uh, but I but, you know, I see the other groomsmen. I, I say hi to them again. And then I see uh, a bunch of my friends who are the bridesmaids. So I go over there and hang out with them. But they're all, you know, uh, everybody's chatting away and, you know, like, oh, we haven't seen you in like seven months, you know, because we graduated college like a year and a half ago at, at that point. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's been great. You know, you know talking to people. Uh, oh, so no, it, it was Thursday night. Cause we were watching the Seattle uh, Seahawks play, uh, Thursday night football. So this is in December. Uh, so, uh, so I, so if it, later in that everything's dying down, people are leaving. And then it's just basically like the core people, the family, and then like the core people in the, in the wedding. So I'm sitting there, I'm watching fo- uh, football, <laughs> you know, I'm just, cause I had a long drive. It was a five and a half hour drive, you know? So I'm just sitting there. I'm enjoying football, having a good time. And, uh, the, the bride's grandfather walks over and he sits down. So I'm sitting in a, in a love seat and, uh, the grandfather walks over and he sits down on the, I guess the Ottoman in front of me. So he's blocking me in and <laughs> he goes, and we're just watching football. He says, uh, so you're, so you're from Atlanta, huh? I was like, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. like, uh, this is when I still worked at XIA. He goes, ah, so you, uh, so you work in the news, huh? I go, yeah, yeah, definitely where it is. news." okay. Yeah, yeah. So who'd you <laughs> so stupid? He goes, uh, so who'd you vote for? I know who you voted for. And I go, w- what? <laughs> this is a 2016 election. Uh, of course, you know, uh, it was, uh, Hillary versus Trump. And, uh, at this point had Trump already won. He goes, uh, I know you, I know you voted democratic. I voted Republican. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Keep in mind, this man blocked me in and he just starts going off on this rant, this long rant, just like (laughs) talking about Obama and Hillary. And it just goes off. But the thing that got me was, he said, I know who you voted for. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so he goes off in his long rant. And then uh, eventually a drunk, the the drunk aunt comes over and she sits down on the armrest neck of my love seat. So I am effectively blocked in and she's leaning on me. She's like, Chad, I'm so glad you came up here. I'm so glad you are able to come to the wedding. And she's like spitting on me and stuff. And and then she goes, what are you boys talking about? And the, the grandpa goes, uh, he goes, Yeah, we we're just talking about the election. I told him I knew he voted Democratic. And she goes, mm. <laughs> She goes, I voted Republican. And they just start having this conver- this great conversation for them. <laughs> and I'm sitting there just blocked in. Like, yeah. You know, they're like, they're like gun control, immigrants. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it was so weird and it sucked and uh i was one of two black people at the wedding this is in so many of those weddings i go to it's just there. are not a lot of people of color i went to one wedding uh earlier this summer that I was that that actually had people of color there. It was it was a mostly uh, Asian wedding, which is great. Uh, to one of my one of my best friends, she was marrying uh, I don't know what the guy is. Uh, it, I, some type of <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna say some some, some type of Middle Eastern. I don't know. Uh, but that's a, that was a multicultural wedding, which I'm proud about. Which I was happy for. Uh, you know, kind of think of it. I think he was he looks white, and his parents are white, so he might just be white. Uh, yeah. Who cares? Uh, but she invited a bunch of her Asian relatives and friends from Memphis. So that was a very diverse wedding. You know, is the Asians were the majority, then the whites, and then you know the the rest of us. That was really good. That was good to be at a different type of wedding than uh, a bunch of white people and pickup trucks. Which I have no like. You know, like I said before, I love dating white women. I love white women. Ugh. You know, uh, but it's just. I just got a little too into that one, but it's just, it's just that story. Oh my God. That was just such a, such a strange incident for me. And that is a very weird story to tell. I know who you voted for Ooh, boy. Come on, man. You're 80 years old. You know, doesn't talk to me about politics. I can't change your mind. You already made it up. Okay. Let's get into what this episode's about this will be a longer episode who cares no one listens to this crap uh i'm just kidding i have a bunch of listeners so jokes on you chad <laughs> jokes on you chad you're popular um all right so like i said i have the i have the interview this coming monday at 10 a.m at the news the news station <laughs> the new station, which is uh, coincidentally, which is about less than a quarter of a mile away from uh, XIA where I used to work, (laughs) which is also, there was, there was a time uh, early, I think it was last year when uh, the 85 highway exploded because G dot likes to light will light to keep a flammable liquids under there. And it just exploded. And the, the, uh, the whole highway fell down like, the, well, not the whole highway, but a section of the highway fell down. And I remember that night, it was a, it was a very strange night. It was around 630. Cause I remember I was, it, I was eating my dinner. I used to, I used to work, uh, like from like two to like eight, I believe, or two to 10, something like that. I think it was two to eight. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Uh, no. Oh yeah. Cause I would, cause I used to, all right. So, cause they only paid me $10 an hour and I was doing part time. I had to get a, I will, I've always had multiple jobs, but I pay, I picked up a job uh, as a at a dog groomer. And so I was working basically from there from like 10 to two and then from two to eight at the news station. Uh, well, that's what I would put down my time sheet. So <laughs> it paid me more than $10 guys. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they're not gonna do anything. They don't listen to this crap. So, uh, I so it was like it was like six thirty. I was like eating my dinner and I was on the roof of the news station because they had a balcony up there. And I remember seeing and the the roof is pointed essentially directly at the highway, uh, but it's blocked by trees. I remember seeing smoke billowing from the highway. And, and, uh, and then I remember finishing my dinner and going back down to the newsroom and then seeing everybody pile up against the windows and then people going, Oh yeah, it was just a car wreck. It was just a really bad car wreck. And then we're getting phone calls and stuff. Traffic is standstill. Uh, uh, Like I, like I said, you can see High, like if you leave the news station and you go down the hill where the news station is, you can go to the news station. You can look up on Google. Uh, I urge you not to, cause it's a useless place to go, uh, <laughs> for any news station. It's useless. You don't, there's nothing for you there and they won't probably won't let you in, but there's uh you walk right down the hill. You can see the highway. Like you could see the highway and you can see all these cars just stopped. And, uh, we, I think XIA shared a helicopter with uh Fox with a WAGA. So, uh, uh, we, so we got the, uh, the helicopter feed and it's looking down onto the highway and you just see, you, you can see the, the, you can see the, 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 the overpass on fire. And then I remember, I distinctly remember this cause this was so jarring to me. Uh, we, I watched the, uh, I was watching it and I saw the, I'm doing, I'm <laughs> moving my hands as I do this. I saw the, um, all of the concrete just collapse, in a perfect section of concrete, just completely collapsed. And there's this, I remember there's like, there's this dark colored car and it goes, nope. And it starts turning around <laughs> and then all the cars start turning around on the highway, on the highway. It was so bizarre, crazy. It was, I mean, I hope this never goes, uh, this is never happens again, but that was insane. And hopefully G dot learned the election. They didn't cause they blamed it. The, the escape uh, city put a scapegoat on the homeless man. Uh, but I guess now he's getting free meals in jail. Who knows? So, uh, there's that. <laughs> Why did I tell that story? <laughs> okay. Let's talk about we're 20 minutes into this show. 18 minutes. Let's talk about, uh, what I'm going to do for the interview. Okay. Uh, I gotta, I gotta pack. I gotta wash my clothes. I gotta shoot. I gotta write and shoot news time because I know I'm not going to do a Sunday. (sighs) All right. So I sat down with my mom's friend uh, on the phone last night and we talked for about half an hour talking about what I'm going to say. She did this for me when I interviewed XA too. So hopefully this is a good open. Um, but we, we sat down, we talked about uh, what I'm going to say to the four people that I'm meeting with uh, five really, if you count the person that called me. So uh, I just have a bunch of notes here that say, <laughs> it says things like I'm on the phone. I'm just trying to type this out, uh, write down, tell me about yourself. So I'm basically going to write down what I'm going to say uh, when they say, tell me about yourself. And she said about seven, it's going to be seven, to eight minutes long of me talking about that. I don't want to do that for seven, eight minutes. I'll probably do it for a couple of seconds. <laughs> My name is Chad White. Uh, I have this website. <laughs> I uh, I wrote for XIA. <laughs> I went to school and blah, blah, blah. So I'm definitely going to have to write some stuff down, uh, but I'm just going to write down bullet points of what stuff I want to hit. Uh, and then this would be good stuff to practice before the wedding tomorrow, when apparently all the groomsmen will be hanging out with each other and I will be alone. <laughs> Now I'll text my friends and see my other friends are married, so I can't just text them and say, hey, can I hang out with you and your wife or you and your husband? Because that's weird. I don't want to be the Joey in that relationship. I already am Joey. I'm handsome. I'm funny. Uh, Dumb as a sack of rocks. (sighs) Okay. So uh, they're going to ask, why should I hire you? And I'm basically going to, uh, relate back to the, uh, the job description. They, they're like, she said, you want me to do X, X, and X, I've done X, X, and X, you know, and just prove it basically prove how I can be an asset to a company. Uh, I want to save that one for the end. Oh, uh, <sighs> oh, um, oh, crap. Jesus uh, okay, whatever. We'll just keep going down. All right. So when they say any questions like at the end, she said, it's good to always have two in my holster, which is, which is, I guess uh, really good. Cause everything I've seen on the internet where, you know, you say what to do during an interview, um, that they, they say, yeah, it's always good to ask questions. So, uh, one of them that I wrote down is what are some of the challenges you're going to face in the next few years? Uh, and then, you know, obviously they'll say oh well i don't know what they'll say but they can say something along the lines of well uh, as a local station we're just looking for uh reach not only in the Atlanta area but uh surrounding the Atlanta area stuff like that uh because you know you even outside the perimeter you get uh ABE i don't know how far uh, how far would it stretch up i wonder if it'll go up to somewhere like Jasper. I wonder if it goes out to It probably does go out to Conyers or something like that. It, you, maybe south of the city too. just it's still, still like those. Those are things we'll probably talk about. Um, here's the thing. That's not uh, one of the two questions, but here's the thing I would definitely ask. I would say, so what innovations should you be looking f- uh, Should you be looking toward? Um, and they could basically like they NPR and New York times, they have this uh, really great podcasting technology that I really, it's probably super simple, but I'm just, I think it's magic where uh, one person can be in Washington. The other person can be in California. One person could be in New York. The other one can be in uh, Nashville and they can all talk at the same time, hear each other and all and hear like, like uh, all songs considered, they could all hear the same song. Uh, like Steven Thompson can play something and Ann Powers in Nashville couldn't hear it. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Uh oh, uh challenges in the industry. Uh there's I know there's a big thing. I could definitely name a few challenges in the podcasting industry, uh, such as advertisement going too long and uh wrong placement for ad, ads, but there's uh going along with the money angle, earwolf, there's a bunch of comedy podcasts that Uh, that, that I always ask, you know, comedy people to come on, but essentially treat it kind of like a, a free, I guess a free improv, an improv set wherein these, these comedians come on and it's just saying, like, if I, like, if I go on, uh, if a, if a big name goes on a comedy bang, bang, they don't get paid. Like if a, like a, I don't know. I want to name somebody that Paul Reiser, like if Paul Reiser goes on Comedy Bang Bang, he's not going to get paid, Uh, even though Comedy Bang Bang is one of the biggest comedy, if not the biggest comedy podcast in the world. Uh, I, I would. I wonder what is the biggest comedy podcast. But anyway, Earwolf has a bunch of shows, which is Earwolf is a podcasting studio, like a uh, podcasting company uh, owned by Scripps Media. <laughs> now <laughs> they're corporate. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just, you know, Scripps obviously has the money to pay guests. Earwolf didn't. I didn't, I believe Earwolf proper didn't. But Scripps has the money now to pay guests, especially with something like Stitcher Premium, which is, uh, you, it, they, they described it as a Netflix for podcasts, which it really wasn't. But, you you subscribe to a, I still want to show on Stitcher premium guys. I'm not trying to grab on them. Uh, but I will do it, but they, you subscribe to Stitcher premium $5 a month gets you all of these exclusive shows. Plus the backlogs of the free shows that are already free and you know, uh, backlogs of like years and years of stuff. So, I mean, it's cool. I pay for Stitcher premium, which is probably why I don't have any money, but it's only five bucks a month. And I love listening to podcasts. Um, and and then and these uh, exclusive shows are really good. But anyway, going back to Earwolf. Uh, so you, I mean, but these these shows they they get the ads. So we'll get like a Lisa Mattresses ad on Comedy Bang Bang, and the host will only get. Uh, and I say only, you know, you sit down in front of a mic and talk for two hours, uh, but the host will only get a couple hundred bucks. And. You know, we, we don't know the numbers. We don't, which is, uh, you know, for any industry, you really don't, unless you're like super famous or super rich, like a Jeff Bezos. We don't know the numbers, um, so you know, uh, host Scott Ackerman will get, I don't know. <laughs> Two, three, one, two, three, four hundred dollars for at least a ad, uh, for an entire month of running the ads or something like that. I don't know those. That's just a thing. But the guests who appear on the show, Paul riser plus, uh, two to three other people on the same episode, they won't get anything at all. Uh, a lot of comedy podcasts have been turning that around and paying their guests. Uh, but you know, that's neither here nor there. So that would be a challenging industry, you know, inviting somebody on and saying kind of like, you know, in late night uh, for Conan, I believe you get like 400 bucks for appearing on uh, an episode of Conan. Uh, and I and maybe that's, you know, uh, routine for every late night show, but you get paid for appearing on the show for, you know, 45 minutes of sitting there and talking. That's not even that anymore. Uh, I remember when guests (laughs) used to sit out there for an entire show. Now guests are leaving. (laughs) I hate that. Where are you going? It's four o'clock. They shoot, they, they shoot a late night show uh, at four o'clock on a Tuesday night. Where are you going at four o'clock? Picking up your kid? (laughs) You know, I think Kimmel shoots at like six or something like that. Where are you going? where you go, you, you want to talk to Kimmel for the next, you don't want to stay for the next, uh, famous person following you or le- lesser famous person following you. You don't want to stay for the musical act. If I was, if I was on a show when I am on those shows, I'm going to sit there the entire time <laughs> as, as you get the, you get the free episode and you get $400. <laughs> okay. Uh, One of the other questions I would ask, uh, this is still not a part of the the think up two questions. Those last two questions were definitely things that I'm just going to ask, period. Uh, What would you bring to the table that's different? And, you know, given how I've done this show, (laughs) how many episodes I've done with this show, uh, plus the Constitutionals and plus news time and all the ideas I've already shepherded. Uh, I bu—I think the the best way to target anything is, of course, you know, working there is just going to involve way less humor than I've been injecting in this in this show, uh, which is fine. You know, I'm, I just didn't I wouldn't have aimed for a news job if I would have known that I couldn't have done humor, humor, uh, humorful stuff. <laughs> But there was an episode of Planet Money that aired this past Halloween. Like, I think I talked about it, uh, which was fantastic, and they made it very entertaining. Planet Money is always entertaining. Uh, and so was the indicator from, from Planet Money, but uh, both NPR podcasts, so check them out. Uh, Stacey Vanek Smith. <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, I forgot her name. It's Vanek. <laughs> I Googled it. <laughs> nice gal. So uh but but it's uh they did an episode of Planet Money, it's Halloween themed, it's very interesting and very entertaining, and uh everybody should listen to it. So I definitely bring uh a lot of these NPR podcasts and I listen to about 70% of them and I love them all to death. But one of the things is they all kind of sound the same. We're gonna do a cold open, we're gonna do we're gonna talk about here's what we're gonna talk about today. Here we're ad cold open, here's what we're gonna talk about today uh you know be charming be cute and all that stuff another ad and then here's the episode another ad and then here's the and then here's the rest of the episode and then all kinds of it all kind of plays out in the same uh tune what I would do is I would, depending on the material, you know, if it, if it's this, if it's the show, I keep relating back to this. But if the show about housing, I probably wouldn't mess with the format as much. Uh, but if it's something that's a little bit more upbeat, I'm definitely going to give it a spark of energy to where somebody's going to listen to that and enjoy the 20 minutes that they're with and say, hey, that was a that was a different podcast. Uh, at this point, I don't. I'd have to look over my ideas and uh, gauge whether or not. Uh, something, something would work in any of one of those shows, but there's 22 ideas that I wrote down. Uh, and for sure there's something in there. Um, let's see, what would you bring to the most different? Uh, Oh, okay. And then, like I said, uh, one of the duties of the producerly thing, the what? one of the duties of the job is, uh, is story, uh, story core is producing a monthly story core episode. And what I would do is it said, I wrote down, is StoryCorps, uh doing what you want it to do? Like taking, looking at something that they already have have been doing and then seeing how I can uh, advance on it. So here's a question I wrote down. Is Core doing what you want it to do? If it is, how can we highlight it? So how can we uh, make, I hate to say this because it's 2018, but how can we make this beauty queen uh, you know, look I don't want to say look better, but how can we make this beauty queen look better? How can we make, how can we make, and I don't want to do this anymore. That was stupid. (laughs) Okay. Um, all right. So there are, so, uh, Apple makes iPhones and they have three models of iPhones out right now. Uh, four, if you count the iPhone eight, which apparently they're still selling, but they have the eight, the XR, the 10 and the 10 S so how can we make, <laughs> how can we make each, uh, this one stand out? Well, the 10 S that has everything the 10 has, but better, and it looks better and it's newer. Uh, the XR has everything the 10 S has, but it's cheaper. So like, that's basically how you're highlighting it. You know, just saying what's, what's the special skill, skill that this thing has that makes it stand out. And then if you escaped that one, <laughs> and then, uh, let's see. Oh, and if it isn't, how can we change it? So of course, if it's not performing the way they want it to, and I don't know if they have oversight of that, like the entire thing, uh, this might be a collaboration with GPB or something. I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't know, but how can we, how can we make it, uh, the thing that they want to make? it? And, uh, I'll, I'll basically give you this. Uh, I know we're going on over a little long, but this is how it's coming out today. Uh, but when I remember when News time, news time for C plus uh, YouTube.com slash C plus Comedy dot com, YouTube dot com slash cpluscomedy. News time is the premier web show for the website, of course. Entertainment news. I try to make it funny. Before I was, I was aping. Uh, when I I used to watch this uh, thing called uh, Rooster Teeth, um, and they had they had a show. I don't know what the hell it's called. Uh, But they had this like news show where some of their personalities would read gaming news stories out uh, from their phones on the camera. And I thought, oh, I can do that with entertainment news. And then I did that for a few I would say like a couple dozen of those uh, shows, and I was like, "No, nah, it's not fun." Uh, well, no, it was fun, but it wasn't. It wasn't coming out the way I I, I would love it to come out. And so again, I've like I, I've mentioned this before. I'm a huge Conan fan. I'm a huge late night fan, but mostly Conan. Uh, Conan and Seth right now. Conan and Seth, and uh, I have not seen Busy Phillips's new show. Uh, I have to definitely check it out. Conan, Seth and, um, uh, daily show. Trevor's doing well. Trevor, Trevor's doing a really good job and he's in Miami right now uh, shooting live episodes of the show and (laughs) Sam, Sam B. So huge late night fan. I really wanted to kind of make news time into that, uh, in, in that vein of a show. So then I said, okay, well, how do I do that? And by, uh, I decided to, uh, make everything look more appealing. I, when I was in college, I was shooting. I shot News Time in front of my closet between two posters of Sports Illustrated models. Uh, I think one was... Uh, uh, I don't remember who names. <laughs> anyway... Who cares? Uh, I used to shoot uh, in between my closet with those two models. And then that's how how it looked. It was a low angle camera. I had on the sport coat that I wore in every episode. And I talked into a USB microphone that was plugged into my laptop, my older laptop at the time. And that's how I did it. And then eventually I said, okay, let me buy a shotgun microphone. Uh, That only stayed with with me for a couple episodes. I still have it, but only stayed with, I only used it for a couple episodes. But uh, then I bought a black sheet uh, put it over the uh, draped it over the wall. So I just had a black background still wore the sport coat. Uh, then I bought a lavalier. Then I bought a, a digital recorder and a lavalier. And then uh, I bought, uh, then I started writing down the episodes, and, you know, instead of reading off of my old tablet and uh, reading off my phone. And then I started writing down uh, sort of uh, not just writing down just bullet points anymore. I started writing down scripts and then the, the scripts. I eventually found a teleprompter website, a free teleprompter website to put that on the laptop. Uh, Then I, you know, you know, up until this year, I've, I had, I had to stack my laptop on top of books. And now I have a music stand, (laughs) a music stand that is perfect for the laptop to be the teleprompter. I plug in the same camera I've been using for the past five years. I plug it into the, that I bought off my sister. I plug it into tv use the tv as my monitor so i can see everything make sure everything's in focus sometimes it's not (laughs) i don't wear the sport coat anymore i haven't done that in uh 150 episodes Uh, i have i have a i use the same lav, but uh the writing is punchier um, so uh, well, we'll see last week's episode. wasn't, but the writing is, is punchier. I'm, I can, I can deliver a joke. I can, I'm great on camera, like anything. That's what really helped me, especially when I got to XIA, that would really help me when I was on camera doing stuff. I wasn't one of those, uh, those, uh, idiots looking at like looking at the camera and smiling like a dummy because <laughs> I was so nervous. Like, oh boy, tens of thousands of people will see this number three in a number nine market. <laughs> no more shots at them. No more shots. No more shots. Uh, but, but yeah, so I, so, so, uh, basically, you know, that's how story you know, they've been doing this for years now and, uh, everything changes, everything becomes better. um, and you just got to, you, I don't want to say roll the punches, but you just, you just have to see what works and what doesn't. You can just try new things. And, you know, the hardest, of course, that people will take notice and say, oh, wow, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're running ads uh, at the end now, instead of in the middle and ruining the story, you know, stuff like that. So. There we go. Just, just do different things, make things look different. And then the, la- the final thing I have on the list is talk about what you like as a listener and as a producer. So I'll basically just say, Hey, uh, well, I wanted to say what I'm going to say, but, cause I've already thought this through a little bit. Uh, but I'll just, I'll tell them straight up what, what's good coming off as a listener. And then, uh, and as a producer, what I notice, and then what, you know, just, and how we can make it better and do stuff like that. So there you go. So that's that's essentially what I'll do during the interview. Um and I'll just I'll just be I'll try to be ready for all For everything, but you know what? I think uh, one of the issues is, and my mom can attest this. She thinks I just mess around all the time. Like I, like I'm, I'm willing to tell jokes every single, and every time I tell her I have an interview for a big job like this, uh, which is only, mind you, it's only been a couple of times. I've had a couple interviews at CNN, uh, then the SB thing, and then and now this, and XIA, and then and now this. Um, uh, Also, screw CNN and screw SB. Debbie I called you back you couldn't give me a courtesy saying hey we hired somebody else Debbie and Nathan at WSB I'm still mad I'm still bitter I had a daydream this morning I probably shouldn't say this never mind I'm not going to say it it was just me winning an award uh, a daytime Emmy and then talking smack uh, about all the people who didn't hire me (laughs) Uh, whatever It's, it's good to daydream it's good to have nice daydreams so anyway, uh, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I just want to, I want to be able to go in there. I want to, my mom says, it's okay to tell one joke. That's not how she sounds. I mean, she's, like, she's like, boy, it's okay to tell one joke, but don't you go in there messing around. These people are serious. <laughs> Look at their positions. They're serious. <laughs> That's more or less how she sounds. Just yelling at me all the time. <laughs> these, these people are serious, Chad. You don't understand this. <laughs> and, uh, and she's right. I mean, they are serious people. And uh, you know, like I I don't, I go in there. I'm a charmer. I'm handsome. Uh, and I know it (laughs) I'm going there. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to be basically a version, a heightened version of me. Um, you know, before they get to know the real me, (laughs) I'm joking. I'm a delight. I'm a handsome delight, a nice, delicious chocolate delight. And like I said before, I want to stand out among the you know other uh, the other candidates who I assume are fifty year old white men who have been you know producing for years. Yeah, buddy, I'll take a shot at you. <laughs> yeah, Steven and uh, Mark <laughs> and uh, Frank. <laughs> I just named three of my white friends. <laughs> but I mean, that's just how it, that's how it goes sometimes. And I want I, sh- you know, I'm the young buck who should uh, be able to go in there and, uh, and, and rule the school like recess. I am TJ Miller. (laughs) These other people are Randall. (laughs) That is a joke for only 20 year olds, 20 somethings. That's not how old I am. I'm older than that. (laughs) Still a baby boy. (laughs) What am I talking about? This is going on too long. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, I was going to tell one more story. I had one more story, uh, ready to go. I forgot what it was it probably wasn't important. Now that I talk about it's important. <laughs> oh my gosh. But now I have this suit that fits, you know, uh, the sleeves are a little long, so I have to get those taken in, but I don't have money for that right now. Uh, I'm going to wear that suit. I'm going to walk in there with a smile on my face. I printed out, uh, resumes. I printed out cover letters. I'm going to sign the hand, sign the cover letters. Uh, I did not print out my ideas, which I really wish I did. But then again, you know, Uh, if XIA wants to steal my ideas, (laughs) which is true. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) They're going to send an assassin after me. It's going to be a peacock. (laughs) They, they lease out the, uh, NBC peacock to come kill me. (laughs) He's talking smack about us. (laughs) I'm joking. They, everyone knows I'm joking. (laughs) Uh, okay. So, uh, before I get into more trouble, let's just end this episode. It's gotten pretty long. Hey, listen, if you like what you heard here, why don't you head on over to C plus comedy.com where I've got, you know a bunch of stuff. You know, I've got some interviews. I've got some uh very old reviews which I am not touching. Like I said, I'm not touching those again. But you can also this is where that podcast, this podcast lives. That is where this podcast lives. And uh like I said, 33 other episodes including this one so that's 34, uh very good ranging in quality from great episodes to I he had to put some out now today. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Uh, you can also listen to the Constitutionals podcast, which is a weekly audio diary for me that basically just talks about uh, pop culture stuff that I couldn't cover on news time. Uh, there's a video component that lives on youtubecom slash C plus comedy, which is also where you uh, where uh, news time lives. And that's a wonderful show. Like I said, I described it earlier. It's an entertainment news show uh, that is uh, funny and it covers one story. It's like the daily show, uh, but decidedly less funny. So check it out. Uh, I got to get ready for this wedding, guys. I'm excited to see my friends again. I haven't seen them since the last wedding. Oh, since the last wedding that we were all invited to. <laughs> Shut up, chat. I just blanked out for a second. I wonder what that squirrel's up to. Anyway, thank you for listening. I appreciate you. You guys are the best. I will see you Monday telling you about all about the interview and hopefully it goes over well. I pray it does. Think of me, babies. Send me some good vibes. You're the best. I will see you later. Goodbye. This is the end of this podcast episode. I want to stop right now.